the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. We've entered a great season for praising and worshiping the Lord. So let's begin praying together. Father, Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you. And we thank you for these Moedim, these appointed times, times that you have told us to make an appointment with you, to see you, to worship you, to remember who you are and what you have done. What an exciting time this is, Lord. And so I pray in the name of Yeshua that that all the people who hear my voice will receive that kind of excitement, because you are bringing revival. I believe that strongly, that revival is coming. So as we do our due diligence, Lord, we know you are faithful, and we're looking forward to that time where people are excited and coming to faith, many hundreds and thousands coming to faith. And we pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. So we start counting the Omer um, tonight or Monday morning, your choice, since the Hebrew calendar is from evening to evening. So it's worth still getting our Counting the Omer devotional 50-page booklet. Uh, It's available on our website for free. Just go to shoreshdavid.org. And go to the resource page, and you'll see Counting the Omer. If you need us to send it to you because you like a hard copy, something to turn pages, then call Karen at 813-831-5673 on Monday. She'll get it out to you the same day. You'll only miss a couple days. The cost is $3 per booklet. And my advice is get some for your friends, family, uh, because this is a wonderful devotional. It'd be like sending a gift, right? Um, And uh, so we'd appreciate also if you would like to help us with this ministry uh, financially, it would be a blessing. So again, call Karen 813-831-5673 
or go to our website, either Shoresh David or heartofmessiah.org, and make a donation there. We'd appreciate it. You know, when we celebrate these special days, Yeshua, Jesus, should be the center of our celebration as the one who came to fulfill the prophetic significance of each of the appointed times. We will start by counting the Omer. As I mentioned, it begins tonight, and this will give you an idea of what's involved, but first a little introduction. So the scripture is Leviticus twenty three fifteen and 16. It says, then you are to count from the morrow after the Shabbat, after the Passover, from the day that you brought the Omer of the wave offering, seven complete Shabbatot, that's uh, Sabbaths, um, until the morrow after the seventh Shabbat, You are to count 50 days and then present a new grain offering to Adonai. So an Omer, in in ages gone by, so to speak, was a unit of measure. And on the second day of Passover, in the days of the temple, an Omer of barley was cut down and brought to the temple as an offering. So counting the Omer is part of participating in God's Moedim, his appointed times. Now, each day we count, let us be reminded, and this is so cool, I love this, of the link between Passover, which reminds us of the Exodus and the deliverance, and Shavuot, the Feast of Weeks, or you might call it Pentecost, which commemorates the giving of the Torah, which the first five books of Moses, and God's Ruach, the Spirit of God in the book of Acts. It reminds us that the redemption from slavery was not complete until we received God's Word. It also reminds us that without God's Spirit, we don't have the ability to understand His Word nor the strength to keep it, right? Okay. Now, our purpose in counting the Omer is to draw closer to God each day by being obedient to his word. We should expect that our faith level would be raised each day in anticipation of what God's going to do in our lives and through us and in the lives of the people around us. So here's an example of what you would do this first day of the counting of the Omer. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech halom, asher kirishanu b'mitzvotav v'tzivanu al sifarat ha'omer. And by the way, it's written in uh, Hebrew, and it's also written in, in, in letters that you'll understand, okay? So you can do this. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has set us apart by your commandments and has commanded us to count the Omer. Today is the first day of the first week, and day number one, I have counted the Omer. And then we have different sections of what we're going to do. First, we find the theme of the day, and the theme for today is what is revival. And then there's scriptures. Isaiah 60, verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of Adonai has risen upon you. And Ephesians five fourteen. For everything made visible is light. This is why it says, wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Messiah will shine on you. Amen? 
And then there's a couple thoughts uh, after each scripture. So uh, the thought, we have a couple of them today. One is from C.H. Spurgeon, who said, The word revive wears its meaning on its forehead. It is from the Latin and may be interpreted thus, to live again, to receive again a life which has almost expired, to rekindle into a flame the vital spark which was nearly extinguished. And here's a quote from Andrew Murray. He said, a true revival means nothing less than a revolution, casting out the spirit of worldliness and selfishness and making God and his love love triumph in the heart and life. Pretty cool, huh? I like that one. Yeah. So our challenge, now that's the next thing. After we have the thought, then we get a challenge uh, each day. During these 50 days, allow your heart to be challenged. Wherever you are spiritually, allow God to awaken you to a greater awareness of his love and your presence to his uh, love. Or, I'm sorry, and your response to his love. And then we have, finally, the last part of our devotional is a short prayer. Adonai, Lord, make May, may you place the meaning and desire of revival in my heart, mind, and spirit. May I know that my light has come. May I wake up and experience Messiah shining on me. Revive me. Okay, so this was one of the uh, devotionals, and there are 49 others. So, as I said, you can get this on our website or call our office. So as we look at the spring feast, let's review some important biblical principles. God reveals his plan in his word. In Amos 3, 7, it says, For the Lord Adonai will do nothing unless he has revealed his counsel to his servants, the prophets. In Leviticus 23, God provides a picture of his entire plan for mankind. It's amazing. Yeshua fulfills the feast in Leviticus 23. God is faithful to Christians because he has been faithful in his word to the Jewish people and faithful to his prophetic word. So his faithfulness is found all over. And we see in at Passover, Leviticus 23, 5, it points to Messiah as our Passover lamb and 1 Corinthians 5, 7, whose blood would be shed for our sins. And Yeshua 19, 14, which says Yeshua was crucified on the day of preparation for the Passover at the same hour that the lambs were being slaughtered for the Passover meal that evening. And we see also the importance of unleavened bread. Leviticus 23, 6 pointed to the Messiah's sinless life as a picture uh, of, um, you know, the, the fact that he is perfect and, and so he has no sin. And that's representing, represented by the unleavened bread. And then first fruits, Leviticus 23, 10 pointing to Messiah's resurrection as the first fruits of the righteous. Yeshua was resurrected on this very day, which is one of the reasons that Paul refers to him in 1 Corinthians 15.20 as first fruits from the dead. Finally, we have Shavuot, which you might know as Pentecost. It's taken from Leviticus 23.16. 
It occurred 50 days after the beginning of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And it points to the law. It points to the Holy Spirit for both Jew and Gentile. It points to the great number of salvations. That day, 3,000 were saved. And it's, it's totally a result of God's word and his spirit. And it points to the fact that Jews and Gentiles are one in Messiah. You know, God's appointed times are not just about agriculture. Rather, they're an outline, a summary of the entire redemptive program from the death of Yeshua, the Messiah, to the fulfillment of the Messianic kingdom. So understand, Israel did not recognize this as the redemptive program of the Messiah. The revelation of Scripture is progressive. You know what I mean by that, right? And, and, and not until the Messiah came and died was buried and rose again and ascended into heaven, did his disciples even understand what God was doing in relationship to these appointed times, these Moedim. As we look later at the year of the fall feast, we have an opportunity to understand some of God's intentions for the future, right? However, today we're going to concentrate on Passover and first fruits. John one twenty nine. The next day, Yochanan sees Yeshua coming to him and says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You know, the plural for lamb does not appear in the Bible. Lamb is always singular. Sometimes the plural for sheep is used and translated as lambs. But the Hebrew for lambs is not there. There is just one lamb. So Passover can be summarized this way. Passover is about the one lamb, right? The lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. We see then later in 1 Corinthians 15, 20, but now Messiah has been raised from the dead, first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. And 1 Corinthians 15, 23, but each in its own order, Messiah the first fruit, then at his coming, those who belong to Messiah, talking about being raised up. So we begin with Passover, and let's talk about God's divine plan. I believe Passover is the key holy day in the mind of God. One of the reasons is it's mentioned 77 times in the Hebrew Scriptures and the New Covenant. Now, other holy days are only mentioned 10 times or less. So that's, you know, when it's repetitive, you know it's important, right? Beginning of God's redemptive plan, it is the first of the Moedim, other than obviously the Shabbat, the Sabbath, but it is the first of the spring feasts. And so it's the beginning of God's redemptive plan. It focuses on the key principles in God's word, the Lamb of God that takes away our sin. And, you know, Joseph named his son Yeshua which means salvation, because he would save his people from sin. And we see in Isaiah 49, 6b, the second half of it, and this is so cool. It says, so I will give you as a light for the nations that you should be my salvation to the end of the earth, my Yeshua to the end of the earth. Is that cool? I love that. There's only one way, right? That's another key principle about Passover. 
the acceptance of the blood of the lamb over the doorpost of the house was the only way to receive protection and deliverance for the firstborn. So unless you applied the blood of Yeshua to your heart for your sins, you can't be delivered from the sin of, let's say, of Egypt, so to speak, and experience the promised land, which is heaven. God requires of you the same thing he has always required of man, a blood sacrifice for your sins. That's so-called because it was accomplished by Yeshua on the tree when he died for the sin of the world. But you must apply it by faith and trust in the Lord, Yeshua, the Messiah. And we get that concept from the blood being applied over the doorpost just before Passover. God wants you to be free, and the acceptance of the lamb and the blood bring freedom. And Matzah reminds us that God desires us to be holy without sin, just as Yeshua was holy. We see in Exodus thirty-four eighteen, you are to keep the feast of Matzot. For seven days you are to eat Matzah as I commanded you. So it's interesting about matzah because it is scored or bruised across it, and it holes are pierced um, through it, and it reminds us that we are not to get puffed up. You know, it reminds us of humility and the sinless nature of Yeshua, and that He was bruised and pierced, uh, and He became the ultimate Passover sacrifice. And also, this is a time where we remember who God is and what he's done for us. There is only one Passover, which is Exodus 12, but all the future Passovers are memorials to remember. And the Lord's Supper is an example of that. In Luke twenty-two nineteen, it says, And when he had taken matzah and offered the bracha, the, the blessing, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in memory of me. Again, reminder, a reminder. Remember the faithfulness of God who promised Abraham in Genesis 22, 8. Right? It says there, God will provide for himself a lamb. This deliverance was a prophecy of Yeshua's sacrifice as the Lamb of God. Have you ever thought of it like that? Yeah. It's it's amazing connections in Scripture. Passover is also about trusting God so much that you're willing to put the blood over the doorpost and see God's deliverance of life over death. It symbolizes Yeshua's blood, what Yeshua's blood accomplished, but it's the intimacy that we get with God is the result. And so do we, are we willing to take the blood symbolically over the doorpost by putting it over our doorpost, our heart, and, and because the blood of Yeshua does just that. So let's look at some traditions that are not necessarily biblical, but they are done in the Seder by all Jews, whether they believe in Yeshua or not. Yet, they're still very meaningful to Bible believers. So first, number one, we have what is called a Seder. And the word Seder means order, and it refers to the Passover service that we are going to have. Usually, it's at home. 
Sometimes we have large seders. We had one yesterday in our parking lot of all places. Yep. Uh, so that it would be a little more COVID-friendly. Uh, but secondly, there's the Haggadah. Now, this is the name of the booklet, uh, which means the telling. And it describes events in the Passover story. It also has prayers and blessings and songs and things of that nature. And it's so very important so that it helps us remember what God has commanded us and, again, who he is. Now, one of the key parts of this holy day is to remove chametz. Can you say chametz? <laughs> That's leaven, okay, from the house. And, and we see this in Exodus twelve fifteen. For seven days you're not to eat matzot, but on the first day you must remove chametz or leaven from your houses. For whoever eats chametz, from the first day until the seventh day, that soul will be cut off from Israel. So traditionally, the beginning of Passover, or actually just before the beginning of Passover, has the head of the house searching for any crumb of leaven in order to purge their home from all sin. Yeah, I like that. And look, we are to remove sin so prepare our heart. First Corinthians 5, 6, 8 says, Your boasting is no good. Don't you know that a little chametz, or leaven, leavens the whole batch of dough? Get rid of that old chametz, so you may be a new batch, just as you are unleavened. For Messiah, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast, not with old chametz, the chametz of malice and wickedness, but with unleavened bread, the matzah of sincerity and truth. Next, we have the wine or the grape juice, which is a symbol of great joy. And we drink four cups of wine or grape juice during our Seder. Why four cups? I'm so glad you asked, but you know what? You're going to have to come back next week to find out. I'm sorry. Uh, We have run out of time. But let me just mention, if you feel this program has been valuable to you, please support it financially. We depend on God touching your heart to stay on the radio air. And uh, you can call Karen at 813-831-5673, or you can hit the donate button at theheartofmessiah.org. Now, I mentioned to you at the beginning, and we did one of the devotionals uh, from the Counting of the Omer booklet. It is a 50-day devotional between Passover and Shavuot, uh, which is Pentecost. So it's available for a free download or viewing on our website of shereshdavid.org. But if you want a hard copy, we'll send it to you. Call Karen tomorrow from 10 to 4 and or email our office or, uh, you know, and they're $3 each. I suggest you get some for your family and friends. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. Please catch us on Facebook Live Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, Even our Tuesday night prayer at 630 is on Facebook Live. We'd love to have you join us. If you want to reach me with comments or questions, you can email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.com.
org. Let's close in a word of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. Oh, this is, as I said, a great time of the year. We love you, we praise you, and we honor you. We worship you and give you all the glory. I pray that everybody will be excited about who you are during this season of of the Lamb of God and who has risen and, and being the first fruits and we're the first fruits after him. So, Lord, I pray for each person to just... Dive into your word, your scripture, and, and, and find all the beauty and the connections between the Hebrew scripture and the new covenant. What a blessing it is. So, Lord, I pray that each person would make you their first priority. And I pray that they would grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah. Yeshua HaMashiach Lion of Judah The God of Israel